episode 43 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hey, this is Marcy Brader, and you're listening to the Energy Edge podcast. As a professional speaker and expert in business travel, I know the importance of keeping your energy up while speaking and traveling. You've come to the right place if you're looking for an Energy Edge. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge Podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to the Energy Edge Podcast sponsored by 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com. There are three five-minute videos that if you've not checked out, man, take the time to go and check out these videos. All of us often could use a kickstart with our energy, and this would be a great place to start. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com. Well, I'm Brian Paul Buckley, and I'm your co-host, host, 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 co-host. Actually, I'm not. I'm actually just the host because you're the co-host, so we, or we have two co-hosts. I'm really That's confused right. at the moment. Well, kind of, you can be a co-host, too, okay, if you want to. That. Yeah. And the other voice we're hearing is? Trivia Cena. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Now that we've got established who you really are in life, you are. <laughs> I don't know if we have clarity on that. <laughs> All I know is that I'm, I'm barely a host and kind of a co-host. So how are you? I'm great. So today I'm excited because I know I'm going to sound a little bit like a broken record, but for me, it all begins in the gut. And I know I'm always talking about digestion, but like I've said before, it really is the number one reason for why people in the United States visit the emergency room every year. Isn't that crazy? It really is. But you mentioned a phrase, broken record. So do you have an origin? Can you give me a reference on that? Yeah, yeah, actually I can. So if you mean broken record, it's actually an idiom and it means stuck in the same spot. So it's, it comes from a reference back in the 40s, 1940s. And it's where a record, if everybody remembers what actual vinyl records look like, it gets stuck in the same place, playing it over and over and over again. Maybe I should put a picture of a record in the show notes for those who need <laughs> don't know what they are with that. And better be called an idiom than an idiot, as I always say. <laughs> I thought about that too. So, I was going to say that, but I thought I'd let you do that. You know, I appreciate that. Not smart to take it personally if you're going to name call. Mm -hmm. so, but ironically, you're telling I me, mean, obviously gut is, is very, very important. And uh, man, Murphyson, again, it's one of the main reasons that people end up visiting the ER. Mm -hmm. every year. And that is absolutely crazy. But uh, why does the gut tree just have so much to do with our energy and why we're doing an episode on it? It does. Boy, I'm telling you, when your gut is out of order, it's what we call dysbiosis or imbalanced, it affects your energy majorly. And you're going to hear a lot about that in our episodes, so you need to stay tuned. So today I want to talk about just one simple thing, just one thing that actually has the potential to turn your gut health around single-handedly and give you the energy that you need. You want to? And that one thing is? Probiotics. So probiotics, everybody who's listening, I'm sure it's all the latest craze, you know, we've referenced it in previous episodes, but today it's going to be our sole focus. And that is the title of our episode, the one supplement that, well, we pretty well guarantee you're missing mm -hmm. or not taking, and it is probiotics. So let's talk about kind of where we're headed today. And we've got a number of really cool topics and really kind of the questions that we want to unpack for you. So we're going to talk about the importance of gut health and we're going to talk about what are probiotics, uh, why do we need to take them, 
Um, how do I know if they're good ones that we need to take? Um, you're going to give a list of some recommended probiotics. Um, what are prebiotics, foods that actually have probiotics in them naturally? And we're going to wrap up this episode talking about gut health food tips for you so you know exactly where that needs to go. So, Treva, let's work through one of these and I'll start with number one, the importance of gut health this day and age. Right. So, the gateway to your health, like I had mentioned um, somewhat jokingly earlier, is through your digestion. So, your digestive tract, of course, starts in your mouth and ends, well, we all know where that ends, but many people suffer from digestive upset somewhere along the track. So whether it's, and we can all relate to this, whether it's acid reflux, indigestion, heartburn, excuse the term, but smelly tool, stools, uh, constipation and diarrhea, or even some stomach cramps. And I was surprised too, Trevor, we've talked about this, that to learn that 60 to 80% of the immune system in your immune system is located in your digestive system. And I don't think most people correlate immune system and digestive system. Right, right. And a result, so poor gut health affects not only your gut, but every organ in your body, if, if 80%, 60 to 80% of your immune system is actually located there. So it can affect the pancreas and it results in like blood sugar imbalances. It can affect the functioning of your liver, which is responsible for detoxifying all the stuff that goes through your body. And then it can lead to malabsorption and of course, poor nutrient assimilation or incorporation into the rest of your body. And it reduces bile flow. And that is what helps break down fats and proteins. And you know, interesting, it can also lead to another big term these days is called SIBO, which is Small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, which is for another. SIBO stands for what again? Small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And that's for another podcast episode. But a lot of other issues like IBS that most people have suffered with, unfortunately, these days, colitis, Crohn's, leaky gut, et cetera. So IBS is uh, irritable bowel syndrome, right? Right. Yep. IBS. Yep. And the health of your gut really depends on that healthy 80-20 ratio of good bacteria versus bad bacteria. So, however, you know, taking birth control pills regularly and even taking an antibiotic every once in a while, stress, pollution, you know, diets high in sugar and processed foods will all wreak havoc on your body's healthy gut flora. So let's pause for a minute because I think most people when we hear the word biotic think immediately of, well, hopefully not robot, or, um, <laughs> uh, robotics, but um, <laughs> antibiotics. I mean, it's something too, you go to the doctor and automatically you're on this uh, prescription of antibiotics. What's the good and the bad and the ugly about antibiotics and how they relate to probiotics? Right. Well, of course, I think most of us studied in school the importance of antibiotics when they were first discovered. It was important. I mean, it helped cut back death really a lot. And so they are important and they are needed. And I'm not ever against those things. But I think our, our society at one point in time just got kind of antibiotic crazy. Now doctors are a lot more careful about how they give those out. And antibiotics really are given for um, helping um, kill bacterial infections. But what happens when you take an antibiotic is it does kill the bacteria, but it kills the good and the bad bacteria. So when you take an antibiotic and it wipes out all the good bacteria, it can really have a negative effect on your gut if you don't put that back into your gut and help it to restore that 80-20 good ratio of good bacteria and bad bacteria. And we've got a list of 
experiences that somebody could feel mm -hmm. as a result of not having good bacteria in your guts. And this list is exhaustive. Um, and it could be extra weight gain, trouble losing weight, uh, obesity, trouble gaining weight, joint and ache pains. Uh, we talked about IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, nausea, heartburn, bloating, constipation, loose stool and diarrhea, trouble breathing, asthma, headaches, migraines, fatigue, which is what I'm feeling with the length of this list. <laughs> Right. And you know, it does affect too, gives some women painful menstrual cycles and can lead to chronic and frequent like yeast and urinary tract infections, low libido, and of course the foggy head syndrome, which everybody hates, memory loss and lack of focus, poor concentration, all those go hand in hand. And that 3 p.m. I want to put my head on my desk crash. And it even can, it really can contribute to depression and anxiety and some phobic tendencies and mood swings in there too. So that's an overwhelming list. My goodness. And I also think too, it shows the back to this, what is the one supplement that more than likely we're not taking and the importance of a probiotic. Absolutely. So what are, what are probiotics, Treva, and why should we take them? Well, like I said a little bit earlier, most of us have heard of probiotics because if you watch TV at all, then you've seen all kinds of ads. Uh, so you've at least heard of them, but really what are they? Well, they're actually, probiotics are actually what we talked about, bacteria. Yum. <laughs> and so everyone's like, ew, you want to consume bacteria? Well, believe me, you really want to, but you want to take the good kind. So there's good news and bad news. So let me start with the bad news first. So we consume bacteria every single day. I mean, really, it's in our foods, it's everywhere. But not only that, but we consume parasites and funguses and even come into contact with some viruses. So when our GI tract is working well, which a lot of us these days, obviously, because it's the number one cause for going to the emergency room, is not working so great, your stomach acid really in a good state should take care of all those little boogers. So over time, when we ignore our gut and we, be, we get an imbalance and that happens, our stomach acid decreases and the overgrowth of bad bacteria can proliferate or grow. So here's the good news. These days, actually, it's relatively easy to help those good bacteria and to, to grow and to help offset the bad, creating that balance and decreasing some of those symptoms that we mentioned a few minutes ago. So then why should we take them? Well, so consuming probiotics either in supplement form or even through rich probiotic foods and drinks, it's really an ideal way to restore the good bacteria in your gut that can lead to that healthy elimination and then aid in nutrient absorption because really our bodies function on all that nutrients that we're supposedly healthfully eating. And so it keeps the bad bugs out and it actually can help in, in, in aiding weight loss. Okay. That's, that's a great response. So if we all of a sudden decide, okay, that we decide we want to take a probiotic, I mean, how do we know what probiotic to take? I mean, I, I walk into a vitamin shop or and can very easily get overwhelmed by all the options. And obviously all probiotics are not created equal or are they? No, absolutely. They are not. Um, so first of all, let me talk about probiotics. Like you talked about going into a vitamin shop in supplement form, because we talked about both foods and in supplements. So what do you look for in a probiotic? Well, I, I'd say the problem first and to, you know, to your point of walking in a store or buying online, there's just a lot of crap out there. And most of us are kind of guessing what to take. So, you know, all the advertisements that I mentioned, just you know, beware. And remember, some of these advertisers are the same ones that are drawing you in to go buy processed foods, but are still labeling them natural and healthy. 
So that's why we're here today is to kind of help educate and set you a little bit straight on what kind of probiotic to get. Which is a great reason for this episode. And I think, (laughs) you know, I mean, if you can help us, maybe give us some guidelines, Treva, of when we go in and we choose a probiotic, are there just certain things that we should look for in a probiotic? Right, sure. So I would make sure that it has at least 8 million live cultures. So personally, I prefer um, at least 10 or 15 billion billion, uh, cultures. So you want it to have at least two different strains of bacteria. So on the back of a bottle or container, you'll see almost listed like you would a label where you're looking at carbohydrates and uh, fats and all of that. Um, So look on the back and it should say how many strains are in it. So choose at least two strains. This is because our guts are home to so many different strains of bacteria. So you want to try and nourish as many as you can. So that's the first thing. So 10 to 15 billion is my preference with two strains. Then the second one, I'm really a stickler for having some sort of coating, like an enteric or a lipid, like a fat. Lipid is fat. So a fat coating so they can withstand going through all of the acid from your mouth all the way to your stomach, and it's supposed to get into your large intestine. So some sort of coating that will help get it to where it's supposed to go. And then thirdly, I would make sure that there's an expiration date on them and that they come guaranteed live because you need those little microorganisms to do their job once they're in the intestinal tract. If they're dead, it's not going to help at all. So the other thing too, it's an important factor to consider when you're in the vitamin shop, um, probably not online, but particularly when you walk into a vitamin shop whether or not it needs to be refrigerated. As a general rule of thumb, if you bought it when it was you know, in the fridge, you should probably take it home, obviously, and put it in the fridge. But choosing refrigerated doesn't necessarily mean that they're better either. And um, I have a caveat here too. Um, I'm very particular about supplements in general. We are way over supplemented in our society and I'm very much of a proponent for them. But anytime you choose a supplement, it's best to choose one that really has some good scientific backing studies and is tried and true. Because anyone can put a product out there and if they claim an outcome, look for validity. So just a quick review of these three guidelines that you had on probiotics to take. Number one, it needs to be uh, at least 8 billion with a B. Live cultures, you prefer 10 to 15 uh, billion. And that's at least two different strains of bacteria. The second uh, guideline you gave us is it must have a coating to be able to, to last all the acid in our system. And number three is it needs to have an expiration um, to guarantee that they're live. We'll be right back to finish our discussion on probiotics after this short break. This is Ruthie Parikh, speaker, trainer, and productivity consultant, here with an energy boost you could try today. Stay focused. Use the Pomodoro Technique. The Pomodoro Technique uses a timer to break work down into 25-minute intervals separated by short five-minute breaks. Here's how it works. Commit to one task and immerse yourself in it for 25 minutes using the Pomodoro Timer, which is an app you can download on your phone. Make a small oath to yourself that you will work on this task for only the 25 minutes with no interruptions or disruptions. If during this time you think of something else to do, which of course you will, write it down and keep focused on your task. At the end of your 25 minutes, take a break. So check your email, text, or social media or whatever you need to do, but just for five minutes, then get back to another 25-minute Pomodoro. Do even two Pomodoros, and I guarantee you'll get more done than you have in days. This is your podcast co-host, Trevi Yacino. 
I would love to have a personal conversation with each and every one of you. Why? Almost everyone I talk to is struggling with common yet incredibly frustrating issues such as losing weight, loss of energy, lots of digestive issues, and many, many more. I help business professionals like yourselves get to the core of why you're feeling so badly and get you back to feeling fantastic. If you head over to my website, livingtree.co, share your information under contact me, and we can set up a time to chat for free. I am passionate about giving you the tools you need to become independently healthy and regain the energetic you. Just ask Brian, my co-host. He was one of my biggest challenges. Now look at him, or should I say listen to him? I can't even keep up. So let's get your living on. Most of us are just plain tired. Our pace far outruns our energy, yet we just keep going. We quickly move from busy to beat down to burnout. And sometimes we pull this off by the end of the same day. And it's only Monday. What we need is a reminder there's another way. A kickstart to get us thinking and get us going in the right direction. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com offers three five-minute videos on the topics of sleep, nutrition, and fitness movement where a problem is discussed and two energy kickstart challenges are offered. Why? Because we all need a kickstart from time to time. The best part about it is the only thing it'll cost you is a few minutes of your time because the video series is absolutely free. So check out 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today. So Treva, can you give us some recommended probiotic supplements that you personally would suggest so we don't necessarily go in blind on maybe certain brands? Sure. So some of my favorite, um, they're pretty specific. One of them is called Ultraflora by Metagenics. Um, and there are several types that you can choose from. So if you go to livingtree.metagenics.com and do not put a www in front of Living Tree. Um, you can go through, there's several different probiotics in there that you can choose from and they give a great description of them. And if you have any questions on what to choose, you're welcome to email me at treva at livingtree.co. That's treva at livingtree.co. And I can help direct you and give you a lot more information. The other one that I order as well is called Megaspore Biotic. And again, I can order that for you too. It has some amazing scientific studies proving their efficacy that they really work. And then you can email me at the same email address. And, and like we talked about a minute ago, if, if that's not something you could do and you just want to, you're passing by the vitamin shop, go in there, just go by the guidelines that we gave you. Perfect. And I'll also put the uh, show notes or the links in the show notes for the Ortoflora uh, by Metagenics, the link that you had given and um, all the other information there. So uh, here's an odd question. Should should we just, if we stick with like a multivitamin, we just, man, we ride it for the next 10 years of our life. Or I'm with this case right here, the probiotics, should we just stick to the same one over and over that we like, or do we need to change them up or how does that work? That's a really good question because I recommend that you switch out your probiotics about every three months or so. And if you have significant gut issues, like an autoimmune disease or the IBS, some of those kind of things, then you can follow like a three-day rotation schedule. So this means that you want to have three different probiotics on hand to rotate one each day. So this prevents your probiotic from becoming resistant to any antibiotics that you're taking that we talked about. And this is a little bit even deeper. If you have an overgrowth of candida, that's another big term that we could probably talk on 
another episode um, or severe uh, digestive issues, you can start off at a slow pace with probiotics. And actually, this is me. And so I would recommend this actually for everyone because changing your gut ecology by doing an overdose of probiotics is going to send your system kind of topsy-turvy and it can lead to some issues like diarrhea and constipation and fatigue. And so, and, and here's why. Um, when you start taking a probiotic, it starts destroying the bad pathogens in your gut. So as they're destroyed, they release these little toxic things that cause some unpleasant symptoms. So if I were you, no matter what you're taking, I'd start out really slow. Do one every other day. If it recommends taking two, start out very slow and work your way up. Now, you use a term prebiotics as well. I mean, I've, I'm familiar with prehistoric, pre-robotic, but uh, what do you mean by prebiotic? <laughs> a pre, yes, prebiotic. So um, I, I loved prebiotics, and I think you have something that reminds you of a scene, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Movie Buff, right? Yes, and we're going to play it now. <laughs> Starts with an S. So swim, swammy, sl- slippy. Slappy, Simmon, Salmon, Simmon, Swanson, Swanson? Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the... Oh, yeah. It's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. So, Treva, then what are prebiotics? So, look at prebiotics like this. I call it the garden for healthy bacteria. In addition to taking a probiotic supplement and eating some of these rich probiotic foods that we'll talk about in a few minutes, you also need a garden for healthy bacteria to grow. So it's like the healthy soil that you're putting down before you plant flowers and the flowers, the the probiotic, the dirt and the healthy soil is the prebiotic. So you can accomplish this by consuming prebiotics in supplement form and, and also through foods you eat as well. So Prebiotics are like these non-digestible compounds that actually pass through the upper part of your GI tract. They provide, you know, the right environment for the good bacteria to colonize in the in your large intestine or large bowel. So when probiotics and prebiotics are combined, you have the per- perfect combination to help a healthy gut. Uh, one of the ones that I recommend, um, and you can get these online too for prebiotics, it's called FOS by Jaro, J-A-R-R-O-W, and that's a good quality prebiotic supplement. However, prebiotic supplements aren't recommended for those with what we call the SIBO or the small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, which is for another episode. So are prebiotics found in just naturally in some of the foods that are out right now? They are too. So some of these might sound a little bit foreign. Some of them are not, but um, here's a couple examples. So raw chicory root is one. And then the raw Jerusalem, the artichoke is another one. Dandelion greens, raw garlic and raw leeks, um, raw and cooked onions. Both are great prebiotics, raw bananas, um, raw asparagus, and then jicama. I love jicama. It's like a very crunchy thing that if you need just that crunch, they're awesome. What do they taste like? Um, gosh, what does it taste like? It tastes a little bit like a water chestnut mixed with a, this one's kind of a hard one to describe. I love it though. It's kind of juicy, very crunchy and they're white. They're white. You can get them. I don't think you can get them at a regular grocery store, but you can get them at a whole foods, natural grocers, uh, sprouts, those kind of things. Yeah. Places. Interesting. And it's spelled with a J. So it's more like Jai Kama. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, phonetic um, experts, linguistic that I am. So <laughs> yeah, um, let's talk a little bit just of some things with gut health foods that are maybe common to us and 
and uh, why they're important. Right. So we talked about the probiotic in a supplement form. So a probiotic in a food form, I'm just going to allude to a couple of them. Some of them are a little bit out there. So what we're going to do is we're going to include these in our notes. And so it'll be in the link, the energyedgepodcast.com forward slash 043. That's the episode that we're on. But the first one, and again, this is kind of starting to get very popular out there is bone broth. So bone broth is rich in collagen and minerals and gelatin. And there's some real key components for rebuilding the gut and gut lining. So the nice thing about bone broth is that you can buy it in a grocery store now. They're even carrying it in regular grocery stores. So it should be considered a supplement because really it's very medicinal when it comes to gut restoration and repair because the amino acids in the bone broth support the healing in your intestinal lining. So I love to make bone broth, and we'll put the recipe on there. You can make it from chicken. You can make it from beef bones. Um, It's fantastic, and it's really great when you get cold. So you don't even have to make a soup out of it. You can just chug a lug, and it tastes pretty good. Chug a lug. That was a great (laughs) reference on there. I just made me speechless. I bet. Can you give us another one that's uh, maybe common to us? Sure. Another thing that you can do is collagen. And everybody these days is in a hurry and doesn't have a lot of time. So collagen is one of those things that's actually in bone broth, but you can take it as what I call like a medicinal food in a supplement form. So um, I love this. You can, one of my favorite companies is called Great Lakes. Uh, and then another one is Vital Proteins. And you can actually get it in powder form and you can just add a teaspoon to one of your smoothies or a cup of water or your green juice, mix it in coconut milk. Uh, you can even put it in one of your teas and it gives you a boost of protein because collagen has protein in it as well. So those are two really good ones. And they're great examples, and uh, you've got me on both of those, and mm-hmm. I actually use the collagen in a morning smoothie, so great recommendation there. We'll wrap this up and talk about some, maybe some gut health meal tips, because at the end of the day, we're eating three times a day or more, depending on what our day looks like. What are ways that we can start to add some gut health within our meals? Awesome. So we've got our probiotic and our prebiotic taken, something kind of simple. So let's talk about what you can do while you're eating to kind of help your gut in its health and repair. So mealtime, of of course, plays a major role in your gut health. And this is why it's so important to understand really some of the basic principles at mealtime. So one is this, when you're working to restore your gut health, your goal should be to make your food on your plate as easy for your body to digest as possible. So remember your stomach doesn't have teeth, right? So therefore, Chewing your food until it's almost liquid before swallowing it is really important. And here's another reason why. When you chew your food, you release some enzymes in your mouth to help break down carbohydrates. So it starts in your mouth. So by doing this, you're boosting the nutrient absorption and you're reducing your digestive system's workload. Your tummy doesn't have to work so hard, those big, huge chunks of food to digest. And then you don't have upset stomach and all of that. So Number two, I would say this, when planning your meals, aim to keep your meals under five ingredients. So the simpler your meal is, the easier it is for your body to digest. You know, most people suffer from digestive distress and they have less stomach acid and stomach acids necessary for properly breaking down your food. So if your meals are really complex and you're not chewing and slowing down properly, you have low stomach acid, your digestive system is going to have to go into overdrive, right? And break down and assimilate those foods. It's going to have to work harder. 
So that's number two. And number three, I would say um, a great meal should include a protein and a fat of your choice, um, along with vegetables such like kale, collard greens, and my favorite are fermented veggies, which we didn't talk about, which is a great um, probiotic food as well. And so you should aim to keep your starches and proteins separate if you can. But if you're going to have a carb, try and have a carb separate with your vegetables away from your protein. So those are just three things that kind of aid in helping you digest your food at mealtime. And they're great tips. And, you know, one that I've learned and you've taught me too is that just simply setting the fork down because I suck at eating slow. (laughs) And I get to be reminded of that three times a day. So, but I have improved to that, especially since uh, having the gallbladder surgery of Mm -hmm. learning to, and it's a trigger. And my life is based on triggers. If this happens, then this happens. And if I can set that fork down, it reminds me right then I'm not shoveling another bite and allows me to truly chew my food and uh, drinking less liquids during eating as well. So we always finish up with the what nows. So what are some tangible, actionable items that we can take as a result of this content? And I think the first one is really finding a recommended probiotic as soon as possible and begin taking them. Mm-hmm. And pull us in the show notes, some of the examples that are there, but worst case scenario, we have guidelines that Treva gave to us yep. and uh, we can go from those. What is the second one? Well, I would say this, something very simple. Just keep in mind that keeping your gut healthy begins before you even sit down to eat. So really, if you just slow down, like Brian was saying, how bad he is at that, just slow down, chew lots and enjoy your food. Don't inhale it. And remember, go slow on starting your probiotics. Well, here's a preview of our next episode. I interview a pharmacist and author named Stephen Skinner. He's got an incredible story of his journey, and uh, he completely changed his traditional methodology within pharmacy to going to holistic and some really, really interesting reasons why. This interview is chock full pharmacist term, uh, valuable and practical information. Well, let's listen to a clip. And so we started... I started learning about it on my own, started attending conferences, started reading about it and started stocking the products. Now I was doing that, but I wasn't a uh, believer, I guess you could say at the time, you know, I was interested in it, but I really wasn't taking care of myself at all. Um, and so I had some things happen to me personally where I hit, hit a wall and was just, uh, had some, some, a bad, um, doctor's appointment, cholesterol was high. I was having a lot of blood sugar mood swings. I was just a miserable guy kind of to, to, to work with. Well, I'm excited about this interview with Stephen Skinner, who's also an author of a phenomenal book called 100X Life. And I'm looking forward to you gaining some insight from that interview. Thank you for making it to this point in the podcast. I hope you realize just how much we care about your overall health so that you can have the energy you need to do the things you want to do. So go and get your energy edge on today by adding probiotics into your life. Yes, please.